This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 683 of the Dressage Radio Show, official podcast of the United States Dressage Federation on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products and Surefoot Equine Stability Program. On today's show, we are first joined by Anna Swackhammer, silver medalist for Canadian Junior Team, and then Young Rider Team Gold Medal winner, Mary Piller. After that, Wendy Murdoch will chat about her visit to Maplecrest Farm. Reese Koffler Stanfield from Georgetown, Kentucky. And this is Philip Parks from Rockwood, Ontario, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show. Well, hi, Phil. How are you? I'm uh, recovering. recovering. <laughs> <laughs> you have the hangover, the horse show hangover. Yeah, big time. Yes, big time. This week. <laughs> you know, it was really uh, I had uh, you know not me personally, but we had eight horses at the horse show and students and and horses that i was riding there was it was a, a busy week and it was kind of a, a hot week and it was uh it was a lot it was a yes lot. and so. you were on the podium we saw the podium <laughs> picture that was so cool uh, that's so funny you know that podium picture because you could see you know everybody else in the class what you know was all dressed up. I was dressed and you weren't dressed. What I was going to ask you about that. I'm like, what happened? That's I, that's just Phil being Phil. Um, <laughs> so here's here's I did I I was not aware that there was going to be any kind of presentation. I mean, it was uh, I knew that it was a championship class being held at this particular horse show, but nobody had like told me or like had given me a heads up like where to be and when for you know presentations. <laughs> so I was down in the barn and then um uh, actually Meredith stopped by. She was on her on her way from somewhere to somewhere else and she stopped by. So I was like, oh, you know. Um Your let's wife. go on. Everybody who knows Meredith is Phil's wife, who's amazing. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. And so I was like, Oh, well, let's let's go. Is that time of day? So I was like, let's go grab some lunch. Um, so we drove up to the pavilion where you can get lunch and, and whatever. So and I just said to Mary, like, I um I just need to stop in at the show office. And then I did that. And they're like, oh, Phil, yeah, it's great. Uh, you're here, you know, and then, uh, you know, just just go down there and we're, we're doing the presentation. I said, and I was like, no, 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 I'm not here for that. I'm here for something else. Um, I was moving. Around, uh, and you were already in your street clothes. You had already yeah. changed. <laughs> yes, because because it was so hot, I just needed to get out of my show clothes you know, and, and just, uh, you know, continue with my day and, and whatever it is. I, you know, I got, I don't like to walk around in a, yeah, you know, in, in my, in my, um, riding boots and my show jacket, uh, you know, all day long, <laughs> my tie and whatever. So, um, I was like, no, 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 that's not why I'm here. And, and they're like, well, it's, it's, it's good anyway. So just go down there and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and I was like, what's going on? And they're like, well, we sent somebody for you down to the stabling. Oops. <laughs> um, and I was like, I didn't, I didn't see anybody, but anyway, so this is how Phil and ends up, you know, getting nice <laughs> photos on the podium in street clothes. <laughs> yeah. No, so, I mean, the only saving grace was that 
I kept my show shirt on, which is nice. It has a collar and all of that. But that that's uh, that's about <laughs> it. So that's that's just Phil being, you know, being Phil. That is like, the difference between Reese and Phil. Reese would know exactly when the, <laughs> the ceremony is. I'd be ready. I'd be dressed. I'd be waiting. Phil's like, what? What's happening? That's why we love you. <laughs> that's the difference. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, exactly. I, I don't know what I don't know how that happened or you know what what went on there, but that, it doesn't matter. Cool. You got you got on the podium. You had an amazing. Yeah. Tell what you got on the podium for. So I was uh, competing a horse in the Ontario Equestrian uh, Pre St George class for eight to ten year olds. So yeah, awesome. my my three horses are nine. I think I talked about this before, but so the the horse that I rode. Uh, in in that class um was bronze so it was was third and you know it was a re- really nice horse really put in a solid test and you know it's a proud of that proud of the horse you know thank you? thankful to her That's owner awesome. andrea scott who you know was is super supportive and like gets the horse to the horse show you know i don't have to worry about anything um you know, she's been on the show before actually okay yeah yeah Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Uh, it's, yeah, wonderful owner takes care of any everything of the horse that I need, and and it's it's just wonderful, it's just wonderful. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was a long show, and I think on the conclusion, I I don't think I'm over my COVID <laughs> experience yet. So yeah, I, I know well. these guys that like record with me every week are like, yeah, Phil, like you know, probably you know for the last three or four weeks is like I have not felt on the ball and oh you know when, yeah. when i got when i got stressed from the show and and stressed from just working hard at the competition i i, I really felt exhausted yeah yeah well i you know um uh my mom has has had it um very recently and she's still feeling that way and you know i think you know we all think it's over right it's like okay this is over this isn't done but um it took me i i had it in april and actually, I recorded the show the night. I was like, my throat really feels weird. Yeah. I, I had even said, like, Paul, Phil, like, my throat's weird. Like, I'm, I don't feel good. Um, and the next day, I was positive. So I clearly had it um, that night. And I think that's so important if you do have it or someone that has it. Like, it it really can take a lot of a long time to get over. I think it took me probably, I didn't realize until I actually felt better, which was almost a month later, um, how how badly I felt from it. And I think that, you know, it's, it's hard not to want, once you have it, you're, you get over the symptoms and, but there is a weird fatigue and, and tiredness. And in a, in a, as I said to my mom today, I was like, she said this to me, she said, be kind to yourself, you know? And, and like you said, you hadn't had that stress of, I mean, eight horses at a horse show is stressful and you're the trainer even if you're not doing all the work, right? That's incredibly stressful. And, and it takes a lot out of you. And um, we were we were kind of joking, but for the last couple, you know, you you truly haven't been yourself. So I do think it's really important to say it because, you know, if you do get it, some people like my dad, he was fine. Like he was like fine in two days, like nothing happened. Um, but I think it, it just, it affects people differently. And um, that's why it is what it is. Right. And, and if you have had it or are getting over it, sometimes it takes a little while. So, um, you know, we're just thinking about you. And like you said, it really, 
really took it out of you and and we're glad you're feeling better and or starting but hopefully you get a little rest yeah i mean uh, uh you know i took a couple i uh, took a couple days off you know actually i think it's a it's a good switch over now that that class or that championship is done now and actually yep. i was really uh, looking forward to working with the young guys. We got two two-year-olds. Uh, mm-hmm. One one of them is Meredith and I own. Yay, um, I'm so excited! <laughs> yeah. I can't believe she's two. I remember <laughs> when she was a baby. Yeah, so we're gonna prepare prepare the two-year-olds to be uh, just to do some stuff. Yep. You know, working with them around the mounting block and just you know really getting them comfortable with. You know, all, all of those things that that uh, that you would do in preparation to get on and to ride. So that, that's that's what I've been doing this week and a little bit of riding today and then tomorrow a little bit more. And uh, and then we're going to, you know, we're going to move forward and, and make new plans and push forward. There's still another show in October, but I don't I don't plan to be riding in that one. You know, so it's just on, on to on to the next thing. right? On to the next thing. Well, Phil, congratulations. We're so proud of you and your whole team and uh, just warm my heart to see you on the podium because uh, I know it's been a tough summer. So that was awesome. We have a great show for everybody. We're going to have a quick break from Kentucky Performance Products and we will be back. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. Have you heard of Saccharomyces boulardii? It's a yeast, a type of probiotic. Often referred to as S. boulardii, it benefits your horse's digestive tract in several different ways. One unique property of S. boulardii is that it supports the stimulation of something called brush broader membrane enzymes that are found in the intestinal lining. These enzymes help your horse digest starches and sugars in the small intestine. When the sugars and starches are more completely digested, fewer of them escape into the hindgut where they can ferment and cause imbalances that lead to colic, diarrhea, and laminitis. Saccharomyces boulardii is found in Nalox Advance, made by Kentucky Performance Products. Nalox Advance contains a blend of yeast, fermentation solubles, and stomach buffers. These ingredients work together to maintain your horse's digestive tract in peak condition. Nalox Advanced is recommended for horses of all ages and stages and is fed on a daily basis. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. Well, tonight it's really fun to have Anna Swackhammer. She was riding at the North American Youth Championships. She was on the team silver medal for Canada and the juniors. And she was also junior team and individual silver medalist. Anna, I was lucky to see you ride and it's great to have you on the show. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Well, it was great. I want you to tell everybody because I don't I just met you, but I watched you ride because you were so good and you caught our eye while we were there. And so tell us a little bit about yourself and your horse. All right. So I'm Anna Spackhammer and I'm 18 years old. I'm from um, Rockwood, Ontario in Canada. And this was actually my fourth appearance at the North American Youth Championship. But uh, my first time meddling individually, which was awesome. And my first time with a new horse, so 
this new horse. We just um, got her in December of 2021, and her name's Fabiana GV. She's um, a nine-year-old Westphalian mare. She's from Germany, and she definitely will catch your eye because she's black with four white socks. So she's pretty amazing, and I'm very lucky to be able to ride her. Um, that, I mean, that's that's pretty awesome that you were able to kind of acquire a new horse and, you know, get acclimated to each other and then be meddling at the youth championships already. Yes, it was definitely a journey over the winter trying to uh, get in sync with her after I've been riding, you know, my same horse for three years or so. So, um, but yeah, thankfully my coach was a big help with that. So tell us, who do you train with and how, you know, how did you find your horse and, or what are some tips you would give someone, you know, if you get a horse in January, you have to be pretty much ready to show sort of late spring. So give us some tips and, and tell us who your trainer is. All right. So I train with Uda Busa at um, Sonnenhaus Stables and the horse was found for us through Team Irwin Dressage. They helped us find her in Germany because we were looking you know, in the midst of COVID, which was hard because we couldn't really travel anywhere and uh, we didn't really find anything close to us. But in terms of like getting used to the horse for a minute of time, it definitely helps to, um, I find with my trainer, Uda riding her as well as myself, um, helps a lot with the lessons and um, just getting to know her on the ground and riding as well. So when did your season start? What was your first show? Our first show would have been the end of April. So like April 30th at RCRA with Centerline Dressage. They put on our first qualifying show. And and that, and that can be pretty early, I think, uh, you know, up here in the north. But, you know, we could still have snow on the ground when, when the, those first shows get going. So um, I I think that you were probably in at, at the CDI in Ottawa, maybe um, end of May. Right. And they had a, a pretty big storm there. Yeah, that was definitely my first experience of having a big storm come through while we were stabled outside in those tents. So that was definitely a lot of running around uh, yeah. on the stalls and just kind of hoping it all would be okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's turned scary. out well. So that was good. Yeah. Well, that that kind of gets you ready. Thankfully this year at, um, young riders, there were no storms. We actually had really pretty good weather. There was one day Saturday that was cold. I'm, you know, from, for my, my Southern soul, uh, it was like high of 54. Uh, so the horses were quite fresh. So tell us a little bit about the challenges that you had at young riders. Weather wise, I wouldn't say there are many challenges as me and my horse were kind of used to the fresh weather from being <laughs> in Canada over the winter. But um, maybe the challenge I would get is mentally just, you know, I'm coming off my high of winning the silver medal individually on Friday. And then I have Saturday to just school and get nervous for Sunday. But thankfully, I have my mom who's like kind of my traveling uh, sports psychiatrist with me. So she gets (laughs) me in the zone and really helps me get ready for Sunday in my head and just mess myself up. So other than that, I would say I didn't have too many um, problems, thankfully, at the championships. Like last year when there was a huge tornado that came through the one night. Yeah. But uh, yeah. That was really scary. That was, that was, it no was. Joke. Yeah. <laughs> I am glad that didn't happen. I'm glad that didn't happen. 
<laughs> scary. I'm like that, that could have been probably too much for me for sure. So tell us, what was it like to be on a team? So you said you've gotten four other times, so you've, you've done this, but you guys won the silver medal. It was so fun. I got to see your, um, I'm not going to lie because I'm a fan of Canada because Phil's my friend. Uh, I was cheer. I cheer for everybody. I just thought it was great. And the medal ceremonies are my favorite. So the team ceremony was lots of fun. So tell us a little bit of, uh, you know, about your teammates and, and how that went. Yeah. I had two teammates, um, Allison and Olivia out from Columbia. So they had a huge journey. And when we were on the podium, I remember like turning to them being like, worth the journey, eh? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then uh, my other teammate, Kiara, I've actually been on the team with her two other times before at the championships. So we know each other really well. And um, it was like the first, it was a really cool moment because both went when we were 14, the earliest age you can go for juniors. And we won the team bronze. And then this year was our last year's at juniors. And then we won the team silver. So it was like a really cool full circle moment. And then definitely like, you know, cantering around with your teammates all in a row. It's just like, you can't help but smile. <laughs> You're like, yeah. wow, amazing. <laughs> you guys had a big time for sure. It was super, super fun to watch. And, um, and then tell us how, how did you come back? You know, you guys had a day off, which, um, how did you handle that day off? I thought that was really interesting kind of watching, you know, I watched, uh, my team and, and what we did and, and what their plans were, but how did you sort of handle that? Cause you guys competed and then had a day off and then had to come back for the individual. So how did, how did you handle that? Yeah, I schooled really early in the morning so that then during the day I kind of like immersed myself in the young rider competition so I could like mm-hmm. cheer on all the young riders and kind of keep myself busy. So I think the big key thing for me is keeping myself busy. And then at night I can wind down and I really get in my zone. I have my headphones on, listening to my music. And as I said, my mom and my coach, Uda, they give me their uh, pep talks and everything. And then we kind of went out for one last team dinner, which was really nice. Mostly it's just keeping myself busy, but at the same time, really taking that schooling seriously. I'm like, okay, I got a ride. Like I wanted to be in the ring tomorrow and just like focus. Yeah. I think that's, that's really the, the challenge is to, you know, stay super focused and, and make sure that your um, practice go or your, your schooling day is, um, you know, has a similar level, maybe not quite as much, but a similar level of, of intensity to, your competition days, right? And not just to, you know, go around and be sloppy with your riding and, and, uh, you know, get, get your horse, you know, into that frame of mind as well, because they're, they're just going to be feeding off of you. And, you know, if, if you're, you know, not focused and, you know, just looking around or, or, or whatever, then, then you, you can't, you can't get the horse ready to perform their best for, you know, in the, in the next day. That reminds me like, don't rest on your laurels. Still, still got one more ride to go. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us, you know, kind of what are your plans now after, you know, like you said, it's such a fun week. Actually, let's say I'm going to change that question because, um, you know, there's such fun stuff like the parade. And I don't know if you guys went to the watch party. They had the world, um, you know, the world games uh, on. We were able to like drive in the ring and they brought us popcorn. Did you go to that? I didn't. No, I was getting my horse ready for something. I don't know. <laughs> that's important. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's important. 
yeah, no, it was so fun. Like we all had a really, really good time. Yeah, it was just great. It was a lot of fun. Um, and the Traverse City area, were you able to enjoy that at all? Or were you, you really focused all week? We were pretty much at the showgrounds for most of it, but um, we did the trivia night, which was awesome the one night. And mm-hmm. as you said, the Parade of Nations is just so cool. And then um, our hotel was really nice. It was on the, the beach. So we went out swimming and kind of got to do some touristy things at Traverse City. But hmm. yeah. So Anna, maybe you can tell us, you know, what's next? I think this was your last year at juniors. So, you know, what's what's in the plans? Yeah, so um, definitely a good way to end my junior uh, career. And now we kind of were giving her a little rest uh, just last week. And we're picking our training back up to be doing the um, young rider level next year. So we're almost there. Um, Obviously, my horse is only nine, so she's she's got time, but uh, we're definitely aiming to do the young rider level. I'm actually starting university this fall, so I'll be having to focus a bit more on school than last year, but um, definitely still have my goals to be representing Canada at um, NAYC division next year. Um, oh, I'd love that. So, so yeah. I've got to ask you. Anna, tell us like going to school and keeping your horses going, like, how are you doing that? Cause that's a, that's a big, it's hard. That's a big milestone. It's a hard thing for people to do. So how are you doing it? Yeah, it's really hard. Um, yeah, I it had, is. it's um, weird. Yeah. So I, I had, uh, last year in grade 12, I had two horses in like that I was riding Raz and then Fabiana. And it was a lot of time management. I'm a really good scheduler. So that definitely helped me. I did I did go to the barn every night after school and I rode, you know, if it was just one of them or two of them, I would, you know, I'd be there riding. But um, it was a lot of time management to then, you know, I'd be home at like eight, eight, eight o'clock and then be doing homework all night. So I think it would be harder this year with university. So obviously, horse my passion. So I'm going to continue to uh, be focused on both of them and my organization skills to help me hopefully uh, ride <laughs> as much as I can. I love it. I love it. Well, we wish you all the best as you move forward and we're going to keep an eye on you. I hope I get to see you next year in the young rider division and it would be so fun. We're going back to Traverse City again. Um, and so it will be a, you know, a pleasure to watch you ride again. And, and I wish you all the best this winter and training for next year. Thank you. Yes. Well, we hope to see you next year as well. You got it, girl. Hi, I'm April. And I am Laura, and we are the hosts of the Rain in Your Herd podcast. Where we help with building an online presence for your equine business. So this can include online marketing, social media, blogs, YouTube, online memberships, courses, Facebook ads, and websites. We give you the tips you need to dive in on these subjects and also interview other equine business owners who are doing it well. We have a lot of fun doing it. So we hope to see you over on Rain in Your Herd. 
Well, tonight I am so excited to have young rider, team gold medalist, Mary Pillar on. She rode Oreo at the North American Youth Championships. Mary, welcome to the show. Hi. We are so happy to have you. We're going to tell everybody you, you are at Miramont Farm here in, um, you're probably in for sales or Nicholasville, Kentucky, about 45 yep. minutes from me, which is so fun. So I get to see you uh-huh. at shows and I get to see you when I come visit. Um, but um, I saw you early in the summer because I was I was at, at your farm looking at horses with a client and uh, we started talking about young riders and girl, now you are the team gold medalist. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. It was definitely very unexpected. Um, obviously I'm thrilled, but it was just cool to go and represent Kentucky and Lexington and my farm and just show off that, you know, some, some horses that don't look like they should be there can still hang with the best of them. So yes. it's a really so cool experience. Tell us about Oreos. Cause that's, that, that's one of the reasons why I love you and your story and it's so fun, but tell us about Oreo and tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so people know, can know about you guys. Oh, for sure. So I'm, I'm 20 years old. I'm from uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, and I actually started doing like jumpers and equitation and my horse was really bad at jumping. So I got a lot of dressage help and it helped my jumping. And then the more I I got into the dressage and, and learning the ins and outs of it, the more I loved that even more than the jumping. And so I just completely switched over a couple years ago and it's I've loved every minute of it. And this past year I've been able to get to know Oreo and I started riding her. I, I rode her through the winter while uh Emily, my coach, was in Florida. And then she took her back last spring and showed her through and did finals and all that. She was amazing. And then I got her back when she went to Florida last year. And I've had her since then, and we've been having tons of fun. And so Oreo is, she just turned eight years old in July. And um, she's actually the youngest horse at um, NAYC doing the dressage. And she is a, she's, she's bred half Gypsy Vanner, half Percheron, but we have her registered American Warm Blood so that we don't have to say on the loudspeaker that she's a draft cross. And, um, so, but everybody loves her. I mean, she's just the sweetest horse and, and she's not just a black and white Pinto. Like she's got a lot of roan on her. She's got a big white tail, white eyelashes. Like she's just beautiful. And so she's really eye catching when she goes in the ring. Like, even though she doesn't trot, like some of the big fancy warm bloods, like she, she draws attention to herself and she's just such a hard worker too. Like, uh, obviously like she's so trainable and she's so young for, for the, like going to her first CDI and with a young rider and doing all of that when I really haven't been riding her that long, she's just got such a good attitude. So I I've been really blessed to have been able to ride her the past year. Yeah. So, um, just to, to let our listeners know that the, the young riders is maybe equivalent to, you know, pre St. George, right? So yeah. eight years old, you know, not, necessarily a traditional dressage mm-hmm. breed um yeah i mean this is pretty fantastic yeah yeah we were so, so proud of her um her owner is just the best 
she she's so supportive of us and we just kind of had the thought earlier this year of you know let's try and do young riders and we've gone to our first show together and done really well and so we just kind of talked about it and it seemed like a good idea and I, I think I got my application in for the deadline of NAYC like a couple days before and um so it was very last minute and so we just wanted to go and get the experience and and have fun and we were just happy to qualify so the fact that we got a gold medal was really really cool no it was fantastic and like you said in in oreo herself she has competed through intermediate one right she's she's done a lot yeah we did yeah we've done um i've shown her through intermediate one and she she does very well because she's very accurate at the test of course there are always like pilot errors but she's very um very consistent in her job and tries very hard i showed her i actually the first time i showed her i showed her pre-st george and i won and in front of some tough judges, we got some very good scores. So she's just very accurate and consistent, which a lot of people love to see. Fan- fancy horses are, are fun, but if they can't mentally do the job, that's, yeah. that's not, you know, they're not going to be successful, you know, in the ring where they, exactly. they shouldn't get distracted and they've got to, you know, just kind of do their job. And if you have a horse that really enjoys that and wants to please the rider, that's that's worth a lot, um, you know, uh-huh. as far as for sure, you know, getting getting good scores and just you know putting out a really consistent test time after time is makes the rider's job you know Easy. way easier, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's just fun because I've I've been on some horses and shown some horses where I'm clutching the reins and holding my breath, hoping that they keep it together, and like Oreo is just the type that I can go out there and. You know, it can be raining and drop 20 degrees and she's going to be the same horse I had the day before, um, which is just fun for me to go out and do. Um, and, and Young Riders was a very difficult environment, I would think, for a lot of horses because it was up north. It was very cold. It was windy. There are flags flapping overhead. It's about a half a mile hack to the warm-up ring and there are trucks going around hunters jumping everything and so i was walking around and i'm like this is the only horse i think i would trust to do um this kind of environment on so um it, it was just a really fun experience and i'm happy i brought that horse for my first time me too. And, and, you know, what I love it too, Mary, and, and, you know, we know each other. And so I, I don't think yeah. I'm talking out of school. I mean, yeah. what was fun about Oreo is Oreo is a wonderful horse and she, it does her job so well, mm-hmm. but you know, is she, it, when you stack her up to some of the horses that are in there, which are unbelievable. I mean, yes. some of those horses that are in those rings and, 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 oh my you know, God. I adore you. But it's one of the reasons I wanted you to come on the show tonight because it shows that you can ride a better than average. I don't want to call her average, but you ride her so well and you do not leave a point on that table. And I think that shows, you know, that, that you can, you came, this is a horse owned by someone else. You had this goal, Mm -hmm. you were able to do it and you were a gold medalist now. And I just think it's a cool story. So tell us, you know, what are you doing with riding and, and, and where, where is this going to take you? Cause it's pretty cool. Thank you. So I, I, I agree. I mean, with, 
when you have a horse that's not typical for the sport and you you don't have like a passage trot that you can rely on to get those points it has to be so accurate and so well thought out for every movement that you do just not to leave points anywhere and that's what I've had to learn riding some of these horses is like you you have to figure out where in the ring you can show off a little bit to make up for some other things like I I know Oreo's shoulder in is probably never going to get above a six or a six and a half just because she doesn't power up and fling her legs like some of the others do there's only so much you can do but I know her pirouettes are always going to be on the spot and collected and round and together and I can make up the points on those because she is so reliable um and I just have to be really tactful about riding the test and making sure I use my corners and I, I show her off when I can show her off and, and not make mistakes in the easy stuff like halts and all of that. Just, just to make sure that we're not going to leave anything on the table. And that's why we were able to even qualify for it because, you know, you never get the benefit of the doubt going in on an, an atypical horse, but you can kind of prove people wrong a little bit and show them that you can do it with the best of them. And, and I'm, I'm really excited about where my career is going. And I, I'm really happy that Oreo is getting the recognition for this horse show because she really deserves it because that's the kind of horse that most people need in their lives. Like I, I, fancy horses are great, but a lot of them are bred to be so athletic that they become reactive because they're athletic and it's too much. But this horse is, she can not only do the job and do it well, but she does it happily and safely. I never have ever felt unsafe on that horse. And I think that that's what a lot of people want in the sport. But as far as where I'm going, I, I, uh, I love, I love the sport. I spend every waking moment thinking about massage. And I even woke up last night at 3 a.m. thinking about one of the horses I rode the day before thinking, what did I do wrong on that? What do I need to fix? And I figured it out in my head and I changed it the next day, but I, I just love it. And I'm, uh, I'm really hoping to head for kind of like doing this, the, like building on the young rider stuff that I did this year, hopefully do some more CDIs, hopefully, um, possibly doing young riders next year based on, um, my, uh, my coaches and my farm's uh, thoughts on it. But I mean, I'm just hoping to continue learning and growing and, and really just becoming a better horsewoman overall, because I mean, that's really what this is about. Dressage is all about the training and the the knowledge and, and just doing it better for next time. And um, it's just really cool to be a part of for sure. Yeah, I think that, you know, hopefully you can instill that confidence in in Oreo that, you know, you guys are giving to each other a little bit. And then and then you can pass that on to other horses who maybe need a little bit of your help and your confidence giving idea. And and uh, and students for sure need to be Mm -hmm. taught accurate geometry. Yeah. You know, this is this is I know this is a, a Reese. Uh, moment of, of you know but but everything needs to be written accurately you know to the best of every horse's ability um, and and that's a skill that that needs to be you know passed on to horses and then passed on to other riders and and hopefully you know you you can you can do that and and uh, you know ha- have a good career 
riding horses, but also in, in teaching people and, and absolutely. It, it sounds like you've got a, a, a good start, um, mm-hmm. you know, for, for that. And, 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 uh, you know, I really wish, wish you luck with, with, with that kind of stuff. Thank you so yeah. much. And, and Mary, I'm so proud of you because that is true. Like, and, and I think that's what's why I really wanted to highlight you on the show tonight, because you, you, are, you know, what you are riding and you are riding a wonderful horse who is the owner loves mm-hmm. her and she sponsors you and she's given you these amazing opportunities. Absolutely. You know how to get every point out of your test. You really yeah. do. And it's so cool to watch. And it's so fun to see you as you're really a horsewoman out there and you're really riding. And I think that that's just a highlight to everyone um, because there are, there are some amazing riders and horses at young riders and uh, in, in that program. Um, but you've been given an amazing opportunity um, that I'm so glad you didn't turn down. Right. And, and I think mm-hmm. that we want to highlight that for all riders and you work very hard at your job you love the sport and, um, I just, I just love it. So tell us where can we find you online? Uh, your farm that you work for <laughs> shout it out girl. So I work for Miramani equine in, uh, Nicholasville, Kentucky for Emily Brawlier. And I couldn't be happier there. It's amazing instruction, amazing people, amazing training. I have come so far um, since being there and it's just, I, they've given me so many great opportunities. I, I just recently after the week at young riders went to another horse show where I rode a horse in his first pre St. George and another horse in his first third level. And that's like, it's giving me a lot of good experience and knowledge on not only how to ride different kinds of horses, but also how to show different kinds of horses, because I can take what I've learned on Oreo and you know, making every point count and take it into other horses and just, um, how do I say it? Like, uh, get, like, get, just get more points in the ring and, and optimize my, uh, my riding and the horse's experience and performance in the ring. But, and then of course, Elaine Cole, Oreo's owner is just the most amazing person and she's so supportive. So it's been amazing to, to see her and, and do all this. Like, it, it's just so nice to hear. Um, like the, the day before I horse showed Oreo, uh, for my last test, she said, you've already done wonderful. Don't worry about a thing and just go have fun. And I know that's not the case for some people. They, they have owners that are a little bit, um, harsher and they want their horse to perform and do and, and do well, which there isn't a problem with, but she's just so supportive, which is wonderful. Yeah, exactly. And in this exactly the the way the team should work and um, you just have Mm -hmm. a great attitude and I love it. And we wish you all the best and we can't wait to follow your career as you move forward. Oh, thank you so much. Well, Phil, I had such a great time with Wendy Murdoch in person at Maplecrest Farm last week. Actually, she was here. We had a blast. And so she is our trainer tip of the week. We hope you enjoy. Well, tonight I am so excited to have Wendy Murdoch of the Murdoch Method back on the line, but she was here in person and we had so much fun. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Reese. How are you doing? I'm awesome. You came, I actually don't remember what day it was. It, I think it was a Monday. 
Yes, I came on. I came on the Monday because I was at Spy Coast on the Monday to do a demo, and I came to your house after Spy Coast. So I was in it Kentucky. Was so I went to Kentucky. I know we had so yeah. much fun, but I I went to do a Surefoot <laughs> workshop for professionals and Equilibrium. Mm-hmm. Michelle Hannum organized it, and we had this lovely place to work, Clearview Farm, with these fab. I mean, the horses just one after the other were gorgeous, right? So it was really great. I had an awesome group of people, and we had so much fun with the horses but it didn't stop there right the next day I went to Spy Coast and I did a a demo for them at lunchtime with Surefoot and I had all their team that does the young horses they have like 125 young horses in training and we talked about Mm -hmm. how you could use Surefoot for training young horses because if they have better balance before you ever get on that's half the battle right Mm -hmm. and then you came to my house and we worked with a Grand Prix horse and a young horse so which was really cool that was actually really yep. cool. You came uh, to work with my Grand Prix horse. He's he's rehabbing, and and we really I I really wanted your opinion of because I was really nervous about you know what to do and how to do it. And he was so cute. He told us exactly what he wanted, which is yes. that particular horse. He's like, this is what we're doing, and we're like, okay, sir. And then we pulled a young horse out, and um, both were fascinating, but the young horse was really fascinating. Um, the, the older horse had had some experience with Surefoot, but it was fun to see you work with him. Cause that was, you know, it is intimidating to work with them. If, especially, you know, it's my, it's my baby and I want to make sure that we're doing everything right. And so to have you here, just to kind of tell us what to do was perfect. You know, but that brings up such a good point, Reese, because there's a lot of people like you that get a little bit insecure about using Surefoot with their horse. And yeah. what I, what I always like to tell people is as long as you don't force the horse to stand on a pad, you let him walk off if he wants to, and you keep your hand away from the hoof, there's, it's, you really can't go wrong. It's, it's really about observing and watching what the horse does. And if you put his foot on a pad and he steps off, it's like, wow, did you lose your balance? Was that way? Or were you uncertain about it? Or did it make you feel funny? And so, you know, it's like, it's, I, I, I'm so glad you brought it up because I want to encourage people to be braver and not worry yes. so much about making a mistake because really, you know, as long as we adhere to those basic principles of let the horse walk off, if he, if he walks yes. off, it's no big deal. You can put his foot back on it. Hey, and he could walk off for a whole bunch of reasons. One is, oh, this is weird, right? That could be the first walk response, sure. right? Or it could be, um, I lost my balance. Or it could be, oh, there's my friend. And I moved my head and I fell yeah. off. Or, you know, or a fly. I mean, there's some some really simple reasons why a horse might walk off. But all of them show us that there's a, a balance, something happening with the balance. And if I move my big old head and it knocks me off balance, and I have to move my foot. Hey, that's really interesting when it comes to training a horse, right? That if yes. I take his head and I move his head and he loses his balance, he's going to have to put the foot somewhere, maybe not where I wanted it. Yes. So it's, you know, it's all so much information and it was so cool to work with your horses. They were really fun. <laughs> they were fun, weren't they? And they were, we, we were just really casual. It was an afternoon and we brought them in the indoor. And I think that was also fun because we did them. I haven't necessarily done them in the indoor like that. And that was really helpful because we would walk them on and then they could walk off if they wanted to. And that was really cool because I think initially I was doing, when we first worked together, we did them in the wash rack or in my right. room stall, which is big. Yeah. Um, but this was a little bit different way. And my Grand Prix horse has, is quite a personality. So he, yeah. he will let you know, he, but he was great. I mean, he was, he, he, he's really smart and, 
and he is cleared to do some work. I, I think that's important to know. Like I had talked to my vet, I talked to Wendy and with his injury and his period of recovery, he was okay to do it. So that was important to mention. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. We were making him stronger. Like the, the, the trick is now we have to get him stronger. So, um, this is a great tool that we can use. And funny enough, I actually, um, I have a whole set of surefoot pads, but he didn't like any of the ones I had, <laughs> <laughs> of course. That's horses, right? So well, because your set to, was before I had the hard slants, and what he really he liked was the hard slants, and I didn't have any hard. when I saw you five years ago. So that's yeah, exactly. We started this yeah. five years ago, this journey, and so yeah. which is probably why I was failing because I didn't actually have the one he preferred. So we <laughs> we went through, and I had worked with them a little bit, but I got nervous, and then I knew obviously I am very lucky because I I'm friends with Wendy, and I knew she was coming, so I I didn't do anything. Um, until she got here. And no, she just waited with her pads in her bag. I did. I waited with my pads. <laughs> that was really helpful with him because I was tentative and and wasn't brave. And so you said, "Hey, right. it's fine." And he's he is he's he's his own man. And so and he's a grown man. Like he's like, I like this. I don't like this. He's he would literally like move it and put his foot there. It was funny. He was yeah. like, I like. Like, oh, you know, it's kind of like when you go to a smorgasbord and there's all these different or a party, you know, and there's all these different flavors out there and you're going to say, do I like the Swedish meatballs? Do I like the cheese plate? How about the shrimp, right? Wendy. That's a bad analogy because I like everything. <laughs> well, some horses what, do like it all. They like every pad, but other horses are very particular. So he was you know, very particular. Yeah. If you go with the offer of, would you like this? And, and, you know, it's like, it's really about just kind of letting go of expectations a little bit and just play with it. Just be have fun with it. And that way they're going to give you more of an interaction and you can figure it out. So, you know, I would yeah. just uh, tell people, you know, if there's a health issue, right, and this is a this is important, which is what you did. If there's any kind of health issue, you do want to get cleared by your vet to use your foot because if you have a tendon or something, you want it healed enough to be able to handle the instability that you, the pads create. But once you've got that clearance, it's a great therapy for horses. You know, it's a great way to, and there's a lot of rehabs. That's what at Spycoast, they're using Surefoot for rehab and they use it a lot for stifles. So, you know, yes. that was just like a perfect lead into coming and seeing your guy. Yeah. And then I, I have a young horse in training. So this was, we had not played with the pads. He, this horse just came in, I think maybe a week ago, very, he's new. And I said, Hey, Wendy, I really would like your opinion on this horse. Cause he's weak. And he came in with weak sight. He's just weak all over. And, um, I said, Hey, he's never seen this before. Do you mind? I would really like to have your opinion on him and to bring him out. Basically we were playing in my arena. Let's be real. Yeah. And so I was like, Let's play with Sherbet. Wendy's here. Let's play. So we brought him out and, and let's talk about him because he's, um, we won't use his name, but uh, young horse absolutely is here for, for strength and fitness, right? He came mm -hmm. in to work with my assistant. Who's excellent with young horses. So that's what he's here for. So let's talk about him. Cause he was really interesting. My big guy, he's a rehab case and you came in specifically to work with him. Uh, cause I needed some, I needed to be braver. And now, now I feel very, <laughs> I feel very brave. And you needed I the know, hard slants. You didn't have the hard, you needed slants. The pink yeah, hard slants, which I didn't have. Um, which, which I wouldn't have known. Right. Cause I, I didn't have those. Didn't so have them. Working. Right. Yeah. But now we do. He didn't yeah. <laughs> so this youngster, let's talk about how we did this youngster. Cause I thought, let's talk about that. Like this is a four-year-old horse. He's a good dude. He's a sweet dude. He's a great mind. 
So let's talk about what we did with him. Well, and you know what? What's the, one of the things about the young horses is they're growing. And if you've ever been around a teenage boy that's growing, you know that they sleep a lot, they eat a lot, and they grow awkwardly. Yes. And, and this so one. Oh, even we were laughing about it the other day with his owner. Like we were like, I was like, I went to Traverse City for a week. I came back and I, I literally came out and I went to see the boys in the field. And I was like, oh my God, like he is in the weirdest, awkwardest stage I've ever seen of a horse. Right. She was like, have you seen him that awkward before? And I was like, um, he's, sure. he's one of the worst. Yeah. He's pretty but, awkward but that's right what now. They do, right. That's, yes, that's what they exactly. do. And there's, there's times when you just don't want to look at them. Okay. Cause they're in a really, but the thing is, if you this can support them with Surefoot during that process, especially if they grow butt high and they're going down in front, they're overloading their front. Right. And so you want to give them the feeling of being a little taller in front and shift that balance and then just supporting the hindquarters, so allowing them to feel a little instability. So they start to strengthen. So this is, is where, you know, I think Surefoot for young horses is one of the best places because you can help them during those awkward changes in, in um, shape, right? Um, and their head grows really big. And that's a 40-pound, on a 1,000-pound horse, that's a 40-pound weight at the end of a three-foot lever on their neck. And so here they are with like, whoa, I got this big head. And how do I how do I keep my balance when I move my head? And you see young horses all the time. And they'll take funny stances because they're like, uh, they're they're awkward. But if we can keep reminding them of where their feet are and bring their attention to that and help them ground, then they're going to like be able to be more stable during those growing phases and be more confident as a result and better balance when you get on them. Yes, exactly. Because this one, I mean, this one, again, he's here for this, right? He's here for um, Cavaletti work. He's here for t- literally walking hills up and right. down. Because yeah. this little dude, He's not little, actually, and he, no, he's, he's so butt high right now. I mean, you yeah. go, oh, ah, but it's okay. Him, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we put him on, which was interesting because he's. We felt like he was really weak behind, but when we put him on the pads, he was actually super unbalanced up front, which actually was yeah. shocking to me. I wouldn't have known that. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, it's uh, again, it's you've got the weight coming down into the forehand, and if they don't kind of figure out how to lift their front end, they can't really shift the weight back. So you're not getting the body strengthening all the way through. And, you know, the thoracic sling, the part that lifts the rib cage between the the front legs, right? You've got serratus and pecs and, um, and there's another one and I always forget what it is. Um, but those muscles have to contract to lift the withers. And so if you see that, you know, the like the elbow sticking way out away, they're using the muscles at the top of the shoulder to stabilize their front leg instead of engaging the thoracic swing and kind of lifting it more from underneath. So this is something you can really see with the pads. You put them on a pad and it's like, oh, the elbow's kind of sticking out a little bit. Okay. Well, no worries. Um, and when... <laughs> no worries. Yeah. No, no worries. worries. I mean, I was like... Oh my God. And Wendy's like, it's fine. I was like, oh my God, look at him wiggle. Like we put him on the pads and the poor dude like couldn't stand there. I was like, <gasps> Wendy's like, yeah. it's fine, Reese. I was like, okay. But was, you just keep like, the duration really short, right? When you see a lot yeah. of swing, you sh- especially when they're new to Surefoot, you shorten the duration, meaning 30 seconds, maybe yes. a minute. Um, because you're you're not trying to fatigue them. You're trying to engage the muscles, right? And so if you take the muscles to fatigue, you're not doing that a, a good service right there you're just trying to activate them a little bit and get the horse to start using those muscles that's going to support that front end and be able to lift that with her and so 
you know, when, when I see a young horse like that in short duration, I'm talking to, I think total session was what, 15 minutes, you know, like start to finish total, start to finish yes. total session, walked horse, walked total. out, put him on the first pad, yes. walked in between and total time, 15 minutes, but total time on the pads was maybe two minutes, three, two and a half minutes, really. Maybe, maybe, uh-uh. because he and honestly, was, once we, once we got in there, he couldn't, he couldn't do more really. I think right. he couldn't, he could not do more. That was and it. the thing is, we look at a body like that and you go, wow, he's big. He looks fit and strong, but really he's still growing. Right. And really oh, yeah. he's in a phase where, you know, the, the things haven't caught up to themselves. Um, you know, and, and if we look at humans, we see this all the time where if we push them when they're too young and they haven't really finished growing, we cause injuries. And so it's really important to, you know, you can use surefoot as a tool to kind of assess how stable are you? You know, are you ready for this? type X. Oh, look at you swing like really a lot. Okay. I better shorten this and do some other things and help fitness. And Dr. Vargas was talking about doing little tiny balance challenges to the horses when they're on the pads, not this horse, but you know, other horses where you could just, um, just push, you know, like, like five ounces of pressure to on their shoulder to just challenge them a tiny little bit, but the horse has to already be stable on the pads before you start doing any of that. Right. I mean, that's the thing is the pads themselves serve as a great program for helping strengthen long before you start doing any kind of other challenge to the horse while he's on the pads, because you're trying to just activate the muscles and get the brain to start thinking about it and go, Oh, I I better do something here. Right. Um, And again, you never want to take a horse to fatigue because they don't recover the way a human does. Right. Right, right. No, I think I think it was good, and and again, I was so lucky to have you and to fun. work. But but you have a lot of resources online, and and I, I I'm not gonna lie because I have great access to you, and I can call you and and talk to you. Um, but you have a lot of resources online. How can people kind of find them and and use them? Because like I said, I I. I'm going to fully admit, I call you directly, but (laughs) (laughs) I have your cell phone. Um, But how can people find them? Because you have a lot of resources about this online. I do. And and the resources in terms of using Surefoot for Young Horses or Rehab is on those webinars that I've been doing for the past two and a half years. Um, We have a playlist that's veterinarians and you can listen to Dr. Kelleher. She'll talk about rehabbing tendons and um, and the foot. And we have Dr. Sybil Mole and Dr. Raquel Butler that are all, Dr. Raquel Butler talks about strengthening exercises and she uses Surefoot pads as part of that program. So those webinars with Wendy on the Surefoot Equine YouTube channel are a huge resource. And so I would highly recommend people go there and watch some of that. It's not all about Surefoot, but it's about just horses in general. And then some of them are using Surefoot in their programs. And of course, if you want to find out more, you can always go to the Surefoot Equine YouTube channel. You can go to Facebook. You can join the Fans of Surefoot group on Facebook. We got over 5,000 people on that fans group and everybody loves to tell you about their horse and, and share stories. And so you can read lots of stories out there, which is awesome. It's so much fun to hear about Surefoot success stories. It's so true. And and we had fun. We were lots of smiles and lots of talking, talking about, about horses about when you were Except for the little so glasses that you all had. Did you post that picture? Oh, my. <laughs> I thought I did. I think I, oh, Wendy brought look up glasses, everybody. I was so excited. And I've been using them. And Yay. my niece is coming and this weekend for a little lesson. And so we so we have our glasses. It was great. The look up glasses are awesome. They're really fun. So we had yeah, a great time. They're really time. fun. 
And um, and we got a great picture of you. And I think I posted on the Murdoch Method site. Of yes, I posted it too. We had we had a lot yeah. of fun, but it truly it was it was great because it gave me confidence in in, in what we were doing and uh, great rehab for my my big guy and uh, for the youngster. And uh, I wanted pour, I wanted I was like, do you have time for more? When he's like, I have to go. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I want to play with all the horses. Like so, it was super fun. But Wendy, we can't wait to have you back. And as always, we love having you on the show. Yeah, thanks so much. And poor Phil, he's just sitting there. He's like, can't get a word in Edwards with those two girls. He can't. He well, knows. I was I was just gonna say how like you're you're coming up north, and maybe I'll I'll come over. Yes. And, uh, oh yeah, that'd be I'll awesome. Like where where am I going? What's the name of the town? I didn't say. Uh, Kemsford. Themsford. I was honestly yeah. say Themsford, but it's Themsford, Ontario. Yep, I'll be there next weekend for a Surefoot workshop. We still have some spaces if anybody wants to come. And of course, um, you know. I mean, I'll just keep track of my schedule. We're adding more workshops all the time because uh, we're looking for equine professionals to help expand In Florida. the Florida, We talked world. about Florida. Oh, Florida, Florida. Yeah. Yeah, I got to talk to Michelle about that. Okay, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, talk to you soon, Wendy. <laughs> okay, it's like having a conversation. Who cares about the rest of the world that listens, right? <laughs> <laughs> we love you all. <laughs> Thanks, Wendy. Bye. Well, everybody. We love your email and Facebook shout outs. Keep them coming. And just a reminder, drum roll, please. Don't forget our book club that we have going on with Daniel Stewart's book, Braver, Bolder, Brighter. So this is a great book, great for competition, great for the fall season. Um, and if you missed his interview, go back, you can search him on our website. He's amazing. It was really, we actually really enjoyed having him. He's a great guy. So uh, we hope you enjoy. As always, you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com and my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. I think the best way to find me is probably through Facebook or my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors for allowing us to put on a good show. That's Kentucky Performance Products and Surefoot Equine Stability Program. If you'd like to support our show and the Horse Radio Network, you can do that through the auditor program found at horseradionetwork.com. Everybody, keep your heels down and your shoulders back, and we will talk to you next week.